Hey friends, and welcome back to the Barefoot Chats podcast. This is my podcast for all things health and wellness for the people and the planet, where I share hashtag real content every week. In today's episode, I'm chatting to David Jaff, a permaculturist, entrepreneur, yogi, and adventurer. David runs his own company, Plant Life Artscapes, which focuses on urban greening, gardening, and landscaping. He also set up a successful non-profit organization called Plant Nation, which centers around indigenous tree planting schemes, sustainable gardening, and education for schools, corporates, and community development. David has heaps of knowledge to share in today's episode. He is so passionate about life and the work that he does and making a difference for the planet and the people. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and make sure to grab a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories, tagging us so we can give you a shout out too. Now, without further ado, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to the show, David. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here and to be able to share some wisdom and light with the work that we're doing. So thank you for having us. Cool. So before we get started, could you just tell us a bit about yourself? Who is David? Okay, sure. So it's quite a deep question because I am still trying to work out who David is and why David is here. Um, but essentially, I am born and bred in South Africa. I grew up in Victoria, and I'm now living in Johannesburg. Um, I've always been connected with nature and the great mysteries and the powers that she has. And since a young child, I've always been trying to understand how this all works, which I still am trying to do. Um, over the years, um, I've obviously been through school. I went to university in Johannesburg as well, which I successfully dropped out of. So I didn't finish my university courses and kind of decided to move myself into the universe of life. So just to learn real life lessons and to put myself into business situations and places where I can learn on how to not only be a businessman, but also a successful person who's got the opportunity to not only travel the world and you know, to, to, to reach my dreams. So after Varsity, I've been working in a few different spaces from high-end electronics. I was a bartender and then I moved for quite a few years to um, corporate clothing and gifting and branding, which I was there for seven years. And I ran quite a successful business. It was a great journey. I learned from really great businessmen and women. Um, learned how to run a business from scratch, which was something that was a super important space for me to be in. Um, and after being in corporate for quite a while, I just found that I was making decent money and living a good life, but I wasn't really finding much purpose or value. So over time, I kind of found a space where I needed to go travel a little bit more and to go explore things and learn more about who I am. So I went to go travel around the Himalayas for a year, and then I went to Turkey and Israel, Nepal, Sri Lanka, and a whole wide variety of places to explore the nature, go on a whole lot of different adventures, and to study yoga and meditation, um, which I'm now certified to teach. So it's been quite a, it's been quite a good journey. Um, and while I was traveling, I spent a lot of time in rural communities, um, deep in the mountains, where people were 
not only happy, but they were living basic lives, living off the lands with the animals, with their veg gardens, with their fruit trees. And it was super inspiring for me that life doesn't need to be as complicated as we all present it to be. It can be a much simpler space for us to really thrive and enjoy. And it became my mission to not only learn on how to be more sustainable, but also how to give back to the earth, how to give back to the people. And I decided to bring that wisdom that I learned along the journey back home to South Africa, where all my family and friends and community are based. And I started a business called Plant Life Artscapes, which is an urban greening company that does landscaping, gardening, um, for private home gardens and business parks. And I also started a non-profit organization called Plant Nation Africa, which is essentially an organization and a platform that allows us to do community development projects through sustainable farming. So what we do is, is that we go into these underprivileged schools, places where they don't have proper toilet facilities or washing facilities, um, where the kids aren't getting the nutrition and the foods that they need to develop spaces that allows them to grow their own food and medicine. Um, where we provide educational platforms, which we are now busy putting together in all national languages of South Africa. So there's no communication barriers. And we also focus on tree planting programs. So we go, um, we work with our corporate clients where they provide us with resources, which include financial resources, plus their team as volunteers to go into spaces that don't have enough trees and we plant as many trees as physically possible. Um, we always focus on indigenous and endemic trees because we understand that when we are planting, that it's not just to look pretty, that it's there to give back to the earth, but also to provide homes for the birds, the bees, the butterflies, the insects, and all those kinds of things. And that's become our main focus in terms of the nonprofit side, to plant as many trees as possible. And it spread out quite a lot, you know, because we became a nonprofit, we started working in food drives and um, providing fruits to the people and educational programs. So it's it's a full tree that we've kind of grown, but it has different branches, which obviously, as you know, focus on veg gardens, fruit forests, tree programs. And then on a business side, we do landscaping for private homes and businesses. And that's pretty much what keeps me busy. It's allowed me to have this platform um, to achieve our missions. Um, it's definitely not easy, but we are going after it with everything that we have. Wow, that is awesome. I think your the work that you do is absolutely amazing. I love seeing all the stuff that you do. And honestly, I think I loved how you said that you successfully dropped out of university. I think that's like so good because it's true. Like people so often, you know, I think less now, but you know, in the past it was always, you know, you had to have a degree, you had to, you know, go to university and do all your different bachelors and masters and PhDs and whatnot to actually be taken seriously. But I think that, you know, life experience actually offers us so much more than what we actually learn in university. And of course, university can be important. And if you decide you want to do that, but I think that life often has so much more to teach us. Yeah. So I completely agree. Um, for me, it was a very special and empowering moment of my life because the whole system from school teachers, psychologists, family, friends, parents, all that wanted me to follow the structures 
that the system presents. And for me, my whole life, I've been able to see that the system isn't working properly. There's still hungry people, still homeless people. There's so much pain and suffering on the planet that if we want to change it and if we do want to be that change, that we need to learn practical knowledge. You know, for me to go learn stuff that's already been taught, that's already been learned, wasn't really going to change anything in my life or on our earth. So by me taking my own power and deciding that, all right, college varsity wasn't working out for me, that I need to go into, um, I need to go on my own journey, um, taught me more than what any book or any teacher could actually teach me. So it's obviously presented a lot of challenges. I've had to become my own entrepreneur, create my own designs, and it's, it becomes a space of real manifestation. And it's not always easy, but I feel that when we do achieve that, it's truly rewarding. Um, and we understand also, you know, because we're working with plants and trees and seeds that we have to be super patient, that we can't be rushing the process. So yeah, for me, it was great. The day I left Varsity, I received some great, opportunities the universe just provided me with exactly what i needed and since then i've been going with the flow of things creating my own flow and energy to get to these places but um it's been real divine connections that have gotten me to where i need to be today that's amazing so obviously what we can hear from the work that you do you're very much involved with nature and environment and all that kind of stuff so i'd be curious to know like what is your relationship to nature like growing up and what was the role that it played in your life? And then how is it now? All right, that's a great question. So my earliest memory as a child is when I went to the Kruger National Park with my family and I was young, I must've been about four or five years old. And the game ranger showed us a dung beetle that was rolling its ball of dung on the ground. And he explained to us why the dung beetle was rolling its ball of dung and how it lays its eggs inside. When they hatch, they have food to eat and it's protected and warm and all those kinds of things. And I thought it was completely mind blowing. So I, I just enjoyed the experience and I watched it for a while and then we kind of continued with our day. And later on the very same day, I saw on a completely different side of the park, another dung beetle doing the exact same thing. And for me, it became a question of if that dung beetle on the other side of the park knows to roll dung and to do this to protect his children and another dung beetle completely on the other side of it knows how to do the exact same thing. For me, it creates a question of how is nature so connected? How do these dung beetles know how to do that? They don't have books to read or teachers to tell them it's something that they biologically learned that it was part of their genetics or their code that just completely blew my mind. <laughs> so I started to question these things, how all these different things are connected. And as I kind of progressed slowly through the journey, I learned that everything is connected, that we aren't here to experience nature, that we're not here to help nature, but we are actually nature herself. Mm. And we're not different to the birds, the bees, the trees, the dung beetles. We products of all of that. The same forces that created the mountains and the oceans created us as well. Um, so growing up, it was always a space where I was in classrooms, staring out the window, preferring to be outside, um, interacting with nature. And it never really worked well with my teachers. They always wanted me to be in the classroom, to listen, to learn. And just to be an obedient student, which I never really was. So it was always this 
push and pull space where I wanted to be outside. Everyone wanted me to be inside and it created a bit of a rebellion um, teenager. And I was happy to be that. Like I was really happy to be that, but everyone wanted to change that and just to get me more in line. And I always was very persistent with what I believed in. And I never really let anyone change my opinions on the way that I felt. So I was always pushing and pushing. And eventually I came to a space where I wasn't prepared to really listen to anyone else. And I just took my own course of action, which then again, led me deeper into nature. I was going on more hikes, more adventures. I was traveling to beautiful places. I started scuba diving. So not only was I exploring on top of the land, but below the oceans as well. And it became a happy place. It became my escape from the city, the escape from life where I could just enjoy my surroundings, be present with myself. And that took away all the stresses, all the anxiety. And it turned me into a person that was not only motivated to see more, um, but I was happy to work super hard at achieving exactly that. And it's something that got me to where I am today, which is why I then decided to allow my businesses and my passion to combine together where I could be working with my passions mm -hmm. and my relationship with nature it's, it's super strong and connected um you know i could tell you some really interesting stories where the spirit of nature and myself have connected and communicated and i feel that it goes way beyond the physical realm i feel that nature also has our own spirits and energies that communicate and connect with us and i've got a very strong connection with that so i feel that all the stuff that I need, the guidance, the messages, the intuition and intelligence and instincts have come from nature. And it's something that I'm proud that I've got, but I'm also super focused and empowered to not only work with nature, but work for nature and to help her as much as possible in the only ways that I know how. And for me, that's become a space of education where I can educate our youth and our people on how to connect with nature better. Um, and also to give back to it by planting trees, by working with the birds and the bees and all different kinds of indigenous flora and fauna and all that kind of stuff. So for me, um, for me, you know, like planting a tree has become godly work. It's something that empowers me. It's educating to the people that we're working with and it's also a, it's a great way to break through with people, you know, in times where we're dealing now with so much racism and hatred and viral pandemics that it's, it's, it's people have become disconnected. And what we do is by teaching corporates and directors and CEOs, how to plant trees, how to get their hands dirty. For me, it's become a, a, an act that allows them to break free from the places where they are. If they're stuck in the corporate world or behind an office or behind a desk, getting into the garden, getting your hands dirty and planting a tree is great. And nature has no, nature isn't discriminating. Nature doesn't care what color you are. doesn't care how rich you are. doesn't care what languages you speak. A tree is a tree and a plant is a plant and it's real. So there's no discrimination. There's no, um, there's no imbalances and we are just trying to bring that into society and it's getting us quite far. Yeah, that's amazing. And like, so obviously 
you do a lot of um, outreach work, a lot of workshops and corporate training and stuff like that. And how do you find, like, do you find that it's hard to engage people um, in topics like that? Is it like difficult for people to understand or do you find that it's quite easy to kind of relate to the subjects? You know what I love about all of this? And it's a lesson that I learned along the way. So in terms of workshops and corporate programs, we would either do like a indigenous seed planting program, or we would do like a speck worm planting program or a reforestation program where what we do is, I mean, we combine the programs with yoga and meditation and dancing, just like fun little activities. So people can just, you know, have like, we can break the ass and people can enjoy themselves while doing it. And when we get to the actual dirty work of planting, whether it's the seeds or speckworm or trees, we found that whether you are a child in school or whether you are a CEO or director of a massive corporate company, the reactions are exactly the same. And for me, that became a huge breakthrough because whether you're a child or an adult, the second that you start getting your hands dirty, playing with tools like spades or picks or forks, getting your hands dirty with soil, playing with fertilizer, and then actually planting a tree, the reactions are the same. Everyone's laughing, everyone's smiling, everyone forgets about their stress and anxiety. They make jokes and they really, really, really enjoy it. And I feel that by getting these people to play with nature, it brings out the inner child. And for me, that became a really, really beautiful thing that is, once again, like I said earlier, no discrimination. It's just pure presence of what we are doing we're giving back to the earth and everyone leaves feeling absolutely grateful and satisfied with the work that they've done plus the trees that we're planting hopefully are going to grow a hundred years old a thousand years old and we also understand and we explain to all our clients that yes we're planting a tree now that's okay in 10 years time it will be a large tree but for hundreds and thousands of years, those trees will not only be pollinating, cross-pollinating, giving homes to the birds, the bees, they spread their seeds. So it's a continuous journey. It doesn't just stop at that tree that they're planting. And for me, it's, it's something that makes us immortal. You know, it's not mm -hmm. about me. It's not about my company. It's about the earth. It's about the trees that we're planting. And it just really gives us all a sense of comfort and joy that we're giving back in such a large way. And the breakthrough and the understanding when people actually learn what they are doing by doing what they are doing by planting the trees, um, it changes their lives forever. And I'm really, really enjoying breaking people out into those spaces. It's super rewarding. That's amazing. And I think, you know, doing things like that, it's so empowering for people to get connected because, you know, ultimately, like you were saying, we are all nature. And so I think once you're actually once we're in like our natural habitats outside with nature, it just comes naturally. You feel that, you know, whether or not you have had any relationship with nature previous to that, I think that something like that can really just open people up. And yeah, like you said, it can really change a person's life, which is incredible that you can do that and have such a big impact. Yeah, you know, what? For, for, for me, it's, I see, I see a lot of human beings just taking, just taking, taking from the earth, taking oil, taking woods, taking crops, just taking 
you know, even minerals and gold and diamonds, everyone's just taking from the earth. And when people realize that they can actually give back to such a great force that we can actually give back to nature that immediately changes their mindset. And for me, that becomes the most important thing. We've all forgotten where we come from. We've forgotten who we are and why we're here on this planet. And because of all the pain and suffering and so much going on and wars and like I say, pandemics and global warming, I think a lot of people feel over empowered. I don't, I think they, I think they're intimidated by all the problems. And the second that they realize that they can actually become a part of the solution is when the big change comes. And for me, that's why we do gardens, you know, like for me, it's not about doing rich people's gardens, but it's changing those rich people's mindsets that when they are more connected and they do have a more green thriving space at their home, that they can then spread that out into other places. So it's, it's about changing that mindset. And I think it's happening quite quickly. I mean, we did a tree planting program uh, late last year for Total South Africa, which is one of the largest petroleum companies in the world. The destruction that they do to the planet is absolutely huge. But 600 of their employees showed up. We taught them all how to plant trees, how to plant seeds, how to plant speckworms. They all did it themselves. And from that moment forward, their lives had been changed forever. And even if 50% or 20% of those people attended, took that knowledge and wisdom home with them, it's a huge game changer for all of us. And, you know, instead of the CEOs of Total investing their time and money into, I don't know, whatever it is, fancy cars or bigger offices, they spent their money on trees and it's real education. So I don't think that it's going to be the only solution that we need, but it is a solution and it's a very practical way to educate. And for me, that became the most empowering thing that we managed to put this together. That's incredible. Wow. I mean, I think that it must be such a rewarding job to do. I mean, you are so lucky that you get to do exactly what you want to do. Combining, you know, your love for nature and your business together is incredible. So, wow. Well, thank you for appreciating that. It is, it's, um, it is great. And um, I'm really enjoying the process, but with any business, there is a offer side behind it and a business yeah. side behind it. So there is a lot of stress that I do have to deal with on a daily basis um, before we actually get the projects. But once we actually get in the garden or get in the land, it makes it all worth it. And for me, the fact that our work is going to live on way longer than what I'm going to live on, um, it's also a humbling experience. Um, it's a humbling space to be in that allows us to not only learn about patience, but also to really enjoy the rewards of our work, which is literally fruits. You know, we also like the fruits of our labor. Our fruits of our labor literally are fruits. And for me, I, I can't think of a better space to be in, which is why I'm here and which is why I'm prepared to, to grind and hustle the way that we have been. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, so my question is, how did you first get into permaculture and like, when did that kind of all start? Because I think permaculture is, it's something that like a lot of people think it's just agriculture, but it's actually a whole other thing. And it can be quite a life changing thing for people once you kind of get to understand the concept of permaculture. 
Yeah, so another great question. Permaculture for me is not just agriculture, like you say, it becomes a way of life because we understand how to reuse, recycle and utilize the resources that we have available depending on the land that we land and community that we're working with. So I'll tell you how it got triggered with me. I was traveling in Sri Lanka. Um, I just finished a Vipassana meditation retreat, so 10 days of silence. And after that, I went to go stay at a place in Kandy, which was a, a coffee rotisserie and a herbalistic space where one of the residents of Kandy uh, of had turned his home into a space that was roasting his own coffee, which was absolutely amazing to wake up and smell that every morning. But he had a garden where he was growing all his own herbs and medicines. Uh, he had his own water capturing system and he had like worm bars and all those kinds of things that I hadn't really integrated with. So I spent some time there and he started to teach me a little bit about herbalistics and about permaculture and how all these things sort of integrate. And for me, what the most amazing thing was is that the rest of the community, whenever they were sick or someone had an ailment or someone needed some help or guidance, the first person that they would go to before any doctor would be to go to this uh, herbalist. And he would take them for a walk around the garden and he would pick a few different things and he would make different concoctions and different teas of all the greatest organic medicines. And being in that space was really inspiring for me that we can heal ourselves through nature and that not only can we heal ourselves but we can grow our own medicine and when that kind of triggered in my mind i was like fine this is exactly what i need to be doing what do i need to do to research more and to become more certified or more qualified to bring this knowledge once again back home so as i got back home to south africa i was making a few phone calls and i was speaking to one of my friends who had made plans to go to a permaculture course in East London at a place called Hope Farms. And I was like, cool, I want to study permaculture. Let's go for an adventure. So we literally packed up our bags and we went for a drive, but we stayed there. I believe it was there for a month. We moved between East London and we went to Durban for a while, but we stayed on this farm and learned all the basics that we needed to about permaculture. Once again, that includes everything from recycling, from making your own compost, from, yeah, listen, the, the list is absolutely endless because permaculture has just so many solutions. So I did my certifications there, um, which was really great and rewarding. I then came back to Johannesburg to start the companies and to kind of get started to work in permaculture, to work with all these things that we've just discussed. And I realized that, cool, I've got the certifications, but it's literally just a tip in the iceberg. Like, I've just only started warming up. So I went and studied my own stuff. I did a whole lot of research online. I read a couple of books. I spoke to really powerful and important people in permaculture and started to learn more. And I actually only really started to learn what it was all about when I started to put it into practice, when I started planting trees and working with plants and making my own compost and recycling all those things that I actually realized the power behind all of this and it became a space where I started you know to share my wisdom and knowledge and once again also to just continue the journey of learning and growing within these spaces
So, we, I mean, we, inter we integrate permaculture. I mean, we don't just do permaculture farms. I mean, even in a normal garden, just a fancy garden in someone's home, we integrate permaculture. We know the, how all the insects integrate with the natures. We know which plants to plant where, how the different sun and water and light conditions create thriving growing spaces. So we bring all those elements that permaculture has to teach us to create the ultimate growing spaces. And through permaculture, not only can that be done in garden, it can be done in an open piece of land, it can be done on a wall, it can be done on a rooftop, it can be done inside your home as well. So permaculture for me, it's not a new system, it's the system. It's the way that nature works. Everything's connected, everything's combined and working and synergizing together. So we bring those influences into all our projects. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 been, super, it's been super powerful. Um, and I mean, permaculture has brought green to deserts. It's uh, brought water to barren lands. And just the knowledge behind it has really empowered us to be able to work with nature. You know, it's easy to go build a garden, but if it's not working with the natural systems and the contours of the lines and the spaces provided, it's not going to be a thriving space. It might be a growing space, but it's not going to thrive and turn into a really, really lush living or growing space for the home or community that we're working with. 100%. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just amazing how permaculture is so adaptable. And yeah, mm. like you said, it's like, it actually really is the system of nature. So whether you're doing it out on a huge farm or you're doing it in the small scale of someone's you know, city garden or even inside your house, it, it works, you know? It does work. And if it doesn't work, then we need to adapt and change the system so it does work. Um, so it's always, it's a learning experience. We might install a system, but we might have to make a few changes. And I think that whole space that nothing is defined, everything is aligned and that we need to see the best way to bring this all together. It's a really beautiful thing. If anyone's interested in just learning more about nature themselves or wants to live a happier life, I highly recommend either reading about permaculture or actually going on a course. Yeah, for sure. So what is something that you have learned from nature or permaculture or both? Hmm. I mean, I've learned quite a lot. I've learned quite a lot of um, different lessons that have made me grow as a person. If I had to give one lesson that everything is connected, Sahara, you know, like we can't separate ourselves from nature because then we are just going to take from it. We're going to try to take advantage of it. So the fact that we are nature, that we can connect with nature, not only can we grow ourselves in nature, but we can grow nature as well. And for me, it becomes a very, I mean, I, I've used this term earlier, it's a godly act to be working and growing and learning with nature because I feel that's what our source is. I feel that we're all just so disconnected from the source that when we actually realize, okay, we're all one, we're all connected, that this is our home, this is our planet, either we're going to help her or we're going to destroy her. And I think that would be the most important lesson, that we are not separated, that we are all one and deeply, deeply connected, even more than what we can um, understand. You know, for me, Mother Nature's reality is far greater than what our imagination is because you know we, we we can only imagine all these great things but nature actually puts them creates them and allows them to to grow and to live and to be to real organisms so for me it's it's just a really 
powerful space to be able to um, to, to understand exactly what we are yeah. and also just to be at peace with who you are you know there's mm-hmm. everyone sending us okay we need to train harder we need to work harder or have more money or wear high fashion items of clothing and i just feel that it takes away from that present moment and that's all there is nothing else exists nothing else matters it's just that present moment and i think we really need to enjoy that gift of where we are at and not be hard on ourselves with how we look or who we're friends with or what cars we're driving. Just just that presence. That presence becomes a gift. And um, I feel that we'll find peace in that, uh, in that space. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing all your wisdoms and wonderful things with us. It's been absolutely lovely. Before you go... Could you yes. let us know where people can find you and the work that you're doing and get in touch? Awesome. So we've got quite a few platforms to get connected with. Um, our website is www.plantnation.co.za. Then our social media on both Facebook and Instagram is at Plant Nation Africa. And then we have another one at Plant Life Artscapes. So it's Plant Nation Africa and Plant Life Artscapes. And there you'll find both our organization and you'll find our company. So you can see our different projects that we've worked on. You can see our portfolio of gardens that we've built. We've got a wide variety of different articles and blogs and videos and presentations of real green wisdom that you and your listeners are free to utilize and share and get involved with. Cool. Well, I will link those all below and definitely do check out the website, guys. They're really, really cool. Lots and lots of information on there. So, yeah. Thank you so, so much again for coming on the podcast and having a little chat. It's been really, really good. Awesome, Sahara. You're an absolute superstar. It's been a real honor chatting to you and to being on the Barefoot Chats Um and yeah, I hope your, your, your listeners can take something from that. And if anyone wants to connect or get involved with projects, they can either contact you, you can share our details, or they can contact us directly. And um, yeah, we'd just love to get planting with all of you. So be in touch, stay in touch, and let's see what we can do to uh, make this earth a bit of a better place. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. And I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Barefoot Chats podcast. Now, before you go, I need you to do me one little favor. Screenshot the episode you're listening to right now and share it on your Instagram stories, making sure to tag at Barefoot Chats so we can give you a shout out too. If you're feeling old school, why not just share the link with your friends and family? Your support means a ton. Catch you later, my barefoot peeps.